your snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And he's loose! What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor. Coming to you live and direct. We are back Thursday night, but you know, we chilling, we chilling. Appreciate you guys popping in here. Lots to get to tonight. Timberwolves. Trey Lance from North Dakota State. Little Carl Thomas bringing us in. All right, let's get right to it. I appreciate you guys popping in here. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. This is Sports Done Right, your favorite Minnesota sports podcast. Coming to you live and direct from the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and the region around. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Make sure you're also checking us out at Sports Done Right on Facebook. And also on Instagram, again, just uh, do a search on Sports Done Right, my last name, W-R-I-G-H-T. And man, you are all good in the hood. All right. So we are back. Um, had to do a little work late on Tuesday, so wasn't able to pop off like I normally would. Um, we are back here live, though, and um, I'm glad we kind of waited because I have about 40 minutes. We'll be wrapped up by 6 p.m. Central Time tonight. But wanted to get into this Timberwolves pending sale. And like I said, we're going to start talking about, even though I still am not feeling college football coming off at least this fall, we are definitely going to start previewing some players um, that are going to be looking to take the next step to the NFL level here over the next few weeks, few months. And I... Wanted to talk a little bit about a guy that I know a lot of you haven't heard of because he's the quarterback at a school in North Dakota, but he's a, it's a school that's won, I mean, a gazillion championships. They are recently, I think what the, 
have won like eight of the past nine years or something like that. We all know, know what North Dakota State is doing in uh, the FCS level of college football, and that is just pure and utter domination. And Trey Lance is uh, the long, the latest in a long line of successful quarterbacks there. Um, young gentleman from Marshall, Minnesota, we're going to talk about him um, after we get into this Timberwolves sale here. So again, thank you all for peeping in here. Um, I, I do appreciate it. Uh, like I said, it's going to be a quick show tonight. I do got some things popping off. So let's just get right to it. Timberwolves for sale. And they are. And first off, let the sports governor Vince Wright clear up one thing. Because I, you know, recently I've been fairly critical of Glenn Taylor. And just, uh, you know, the... the the way the Timberwolves have been run and, and all this stuff. and But let us remember, if it was not for Glenn Taylor, this team may have been the New Orleans Timberwolves or, or you know, Pelicans or River Rats or whatever you want to call them because, you know, with Bob Stein and company, they, they were definitely looking to sell to whoever. And there was plenty of rumors about people taking this team out. So Glenn Taylor, multi-billionaire, he's worth over $3 billion right now, kept the team here. You know, he's a Mankato guy. Mankato, Minnesota is about an hour and a half south southwest of the Twin Cities. So, he, you know, he's not that far. I'm sure he probably has a place here in the cities that he can stay at. And, you know, if he doesn't want to go all the way back to Mankato after games, but... We got to give Glenn props for for keeping the team here. So I definitely want to do that. And apparently the crowd agrees. Bravo, bravo. All right, shut up, shut up. So we always will be grateful for Glenn Taylor for that. But now let's get into it. Glenn Taylor selling the team, I think, comes at the right time. This franchise needs some new blood, it needs some new ideas, some new fresh ideas, and it's time. So kudos for that. Now let's get into why we're all here, and that's the Kevin Garnett angle to all this. Now KG, and again from what's kind of out there, is KG and and Flip were you know, going to put together a team to possibly buy this franchise from Glenn Taylor back when Flip was living. Um, the untimely death of Flip Saunders kind of put a wrench in that, and Glenn Taylor kind of made that known from what people have told me that he would not be, you know, selling it to, to that particular group with Garnett. Hence, this is what's causing all the rift and all the bad blood and, you know, K- KG talk about he'd never do business w- with snakes. Well, yeah, all right. But we are where we are right now. And as far as Vince Wright, your sports governor is concerned here in the great state of Minnesota. FKG has a solid group that has some solid basketball minds and, and has the money. That's who you want to sell it to. We, we want to sell it to someone that's going to generate some buzz and some interest and maybe, just maybe somebody who can have some sway with some free agents coming to Minneapolis, Minnesota to hang out in the winter and play basketball for us. Now, 
That's going to be easier said than done. And here's kind of what we know now is, despite what you may be hearing, this deal is looking to be done sooner rather than later. I know a lot of rumors have uh, put it within a month's timetable, actually, of, of being done. And I can definitely see that. I'm going to play an interview here. And again, I, I you know, being a, a lowly podcaster, I don't know if we get in trouble, but if we give props to Mike Max, one of the great sports people here in the Twin Cities at WCCO-TV, he did an interview on his radio show a couple days ago with Glenn Taylor, and I want to play that interview for you because Mike Max has, has known Glenn forever. He, I'm, I'm probably sure he's one of Glenn's main media contacts here in the Twin Cities to, you know, either leak some info to or whatever but mike max you know is a is a really solid dude really solid sportscaster here so um what else do we got um glenn taylor is looking to possibly stay on as a minority owner um you know just to kind of keep some of the perks in place i guess of being an nba owner but again that would be a very very uh, minority role there he's not looking to have um, any big say in anything. So uh, look for that to possibly happen. And like I said, this thing is moving very, very quickly. So let's do this. I am going to play the interview here with Mike Max and Glenn Taylor. Uh, this interview runs about eight minutes, but I will play it in its entirety because there's some uh, good info here as well. So again, this is Mike Max from WCCO with Glenn Taylor on Mike Max's radio show Tuesday on WCCO Radio. Let's start with it. Are the Timberwolves for sale or where is it at? Well, I would say we're exploring uh, perhaps an opportunity that has come to us. And, um, and we'll just have to see how that works out. But it wasn't something that I had thought of uh, a few months back, but uh, it did come to us. So in essence, somebody came to you and said, hey, we're interested, or more than one person, I guess, in this case, could come to you, more different one party, and came to you and said, uh, we'd like to explore the opportunity to buy from you? In this particular case, it was a, a professional group that had looked at the Timberwolves uh, and, you know, what's, what we have there and, and looked at maybe its value and said that they knew some families that they thought who uh, could afford it and who might be interested. So they approached us and asked me if I would uh, allow them to go talk to these families and see what value they would put on the team and, and see if they were uh, correct. And then if they could find somebody, they would come back to me and and then we would pursue it. And that's kind of where we're at right now. We're in the in the middle of this so in essence they're they're doing their due diligence and and figuring out what they think the value of the team is and, and then they they're allowed to make an offer at that point huh that's correct now, now they've, given us a, they've given us an indication already we wouldn't let them do do the work if if they hadn't given us an indication that that they're looking at something that we would be acceptable to us now would you stay involved in the team well, I would uh, say that the people that we have contacted, that this group has contacted, uh, each one has come back in a kind of a written form, and one of the requests has been, on, and everybody who's been there have asked that I would be uh, keep a substantial ownership in the team. 
Would that be a majority ownership, or how would that be structured? Not necessarily. It could be, they, they've got each family has kind of done a different deal. And, and it also could be the kind where you start as the majority ownership, and then over time they buy it out. There's all kinds of things you could do with that, right? That you're correct. Now, is Kevin Garnett involved in any of those teams that are pursuing it? Well, I, I have heard that he is. Yes, I have not talked to Kevin, but I have heard that uh, he is. I mean, do you think he's part of the groups that that you've had the most contact with that you know will make an offer? Well, I. I, I I really don't know. I just because uh, I haven't heard anything officially. So I see. So so they haven't officially presented who their group is. You just know some of the principles in it. Yep, that's correct. Could could you work with Kevin well? Because we know that there's you know there's lots of reports of strained relationship, and you guys haven't talked as much over the last few years. Well, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> Maybe that says it all. Uh, Glenn, are are you and I? I mean, where do you? How do you feel about this team right now? Obviously, the, the value of it's you know it's, it's been one of the all time great investments. But but do you feel energized to, to to stay with the NBA? Do you enjoy it still? Where, where are you at? No, I feel really good about it. I think it it, it is uh, the way that people are looking at it. I think they're looking at it the same way that I am. That we do have some really good young talent. To, you know, we brought in uh, people on the basketball side. To, you know, to coaches uh, um, and, and uh, the management there, as well as the people on the business side, which we have a, a really uh, a, a group of people that have been around for a while and know it. So I think it, people look at it that way and say that you've got a lot of good people in place here. And um, because it's a young team and stuff like this here, there's lots of opportunity here. Do you still enjoy it the same way you always have? I do. I do. I, I think uh, one of the things that that I am uh, happy to see that people said we'd like to keep you involved in, in the team, and I think it just allows me to uh, continue that, even though I know I, <clears throat> you know, you'd share that those responsibilities with others. But that that doesn't bother me. I'm used to doing that in my many businesses. Now, I should make clear, too, that one of the things that you put out as a provision is the team will not be moved from Minnesota, correct? You're correct on that. We did have uh, some um, families that uh, had approached the group and said that we'd be very interested. We'd be willing to pay more, but we we want to move them to, and then they gave us the town and stuff like that. And we just told them that that we wouldn't even consider those offers. It's got to be somebody who's committed to Minnesota, committed to building the team, looking forward to having a, you know, uh, a great time with these uh, players we have now. And if they can build it better, um, uh, so much uh, uh, happiness is much more happiness is brought to me and Becky to watch it. Is there a time frame on this? Uh, well. Um, yes and no. I mean, if we're ta- talking to an individual, we would give that particular uh, individual a time frame to, you know, to make an offer. So you do have a time frame that way. But I mean, I don't have a time frame um, in case um, things don't go exactly the way I want them to go. 
I, I got to ask you two bonus questions, non-Timberwolves related, since I, I don't have billionaires on the line every day. Uh, how concerned are you about the economy of this country just with what we've seen with COVID-19 and Minnesota, with what we've seen with the riots and demonstrations in downtown Minneapolis being uh, uh, really ravaged to an extent? How concerned are you in general about just the comeback uh, for our workers and our economy? I'm very concerned. I mean, I, it affects all of my companies, I have some of them that are doing very well in this environment, surprisingly. But I have others that uh, the things that are that are being, um, you know, um, where businesses aren't doing anything, mm-hmm. uh, they aren't ordering uh, from us, and it really hurts. And so I have employees that I have laid off, uh, and uh, you know, I want to get them back to work as fast as I can, but. Uh, I just hope we come up uh, well. I hope we're lucky and, and uh, we get uh, some type of vaccine that takes care of the, the sickness, and then I hope we can get the economy back. But, this, yeah, it's a, a major thing that I'm spending my time on. And obviously Target Center is where you come often to commute to, to watch the Timberwolves. And in, in, in Minneapolis, is just it's taken such a... Uh, tough turn this summer when I don't know how they're going to attract businesses to downtown. I don't know how they're going to attract conventions to downtown. All those things kind of play into the Timberwolves uh, as, as well. Uh, how concerned are you about that specific, just when you look at uh, what Minneapolis has become, at least for the short term? Well, we have to uh, rely on the city of Minneapolis uh, and all the things that they're talking about. I mean, even when they're talking about the police force and stuff like this here, I mean, that's a, it's a very important thing for our fans and stuff to feel comfortable and secure when they come to games and, and uh, you know, and before and after. But, I mean, uh, we'd love to see the restaurants open because our our uh, fans love to go and eat out a lot of times before the game. So all of those things uh, need to um, change. We needed some improvement there. Glenn, I appreciate it very much on a busy day. And uh, as I tell you often, you've got my cell phone and so does Becky. So if I need to know anything... <laughs> We'll you, call you. you know where to find me. Thank you so much, though, for giving us some time. You bet. Bye. All right, folks, you heard it there. Mike Max, the one and only WCCO sports anchor. That was from his radio show Tuesday night with Tim, uh, Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor. You heard it here. Um, first off, want to say shouts out to the one and only Jersey Vern, the number one chief rocker joining us um, always. <laughs> A rousing ovation. Truck D as well. That Dallas Cowboy backer. We got, who else do we got here? We got Scott from Burnsville, Minnesota listening. We have the one, he's always there, Big Mike in Eden Prairie. And we also have Shannon over in Highland Park. Oh, Highland Park over in St. Paul. Appreciate that, Shannon. Uh, Jersey Vern, the chief rocker. Uh, Vince, I think they can get that money. Yes, they can. Um, I put in our Spreaker.com chat room. Look, if KG has the or if his group, I should say, has the money, which they will, basketball minds, he'll get the team. I mean, why why wouldn't you want to sell it to KG? I know they haven't gotten along recently, but... KG has been a twittering fool here the past few days talking about, um, you know, he can put bygones aside and work with Glenn Taylor to get this thing done and to get his dream done and all that stuff. So sooner rather than later, I do look for this deal to be done. 
I do look for it to go to KG's group. Um, if not, though, I definitely think this deal gets done sooner rather than later. So let's stay tuned. Let's see what happens. Um, things have kind of gone a little quiet here since that Tuesday announcement. So um, I'm sure calls and deals are being worked out behind the scenes. And, and let's hope KG's group can do it too, man. I uh, want to say what up to the one and only, the host of the Keeping It 100 show, new uh, family member, so to speak, here, Jordan Rosario. I appreciate you popping in. Make sure you're checking him out at xsquadaffiliates.com as well. Again, Jordan and the Keeping It 100 podcast. All right. Um, Outside of that, really no other Timberwolves news because, you know, they sucked last year, so they're not down uh, playing for the playoffs or anything. And it's critical because, you know, the Timberwolves, we talked about it so many times here over going on, what, four years now of podcast here at the Sports Done Right show. Man, KG would bring the excitement, the enthusiasm level. Remember when he came back as a player? Just for that little bit of time. Remember how excited the city got and the state got just to have number 21 back in uniform here? And yeah, he was a shell of himself. We knew, you know, he wasn't, uh, you know, he wasn't going to dominate games the way he used to and all that. But the. T- they sold out Target Center again for for a little bit, and then he got injured, and that was pretty much it. But we know about Kevin's commitment here. He, well, no longer, but he was married to Jimmy Jam's sister, or excuse me, Jimmy Jam's wife's sister. He loves Minnesota. He loves the Twin Cities. He loves Minneapolis. Let's get it done, KG. Let's get it done. Jordan says, appreciate the shout out, Governor. Anytime, sir. And we'll, we'll have to get you on the show as well, Jordan, so we can talk some sports, chop it up in here. And then also you can tell people about keeping it 100 as well. Um, he also says, talking about turning a team around, that would be an excitement for the Timberwolves, that the Timberwolves franchise needs. Exactly, man. This franchise here, and I'm going to just tell you from, you know, being a fan and living here, is literally off the sports dial. I'm telling you, here's here's how the interest goes in local sports. Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Twins, Minnesota Wild, Gophers, Gopher football, especially after their successful year this year and finishing in the top 10. Hell, you might even still get more go for hockey fans. Minnesota United, the soccer team, and then down there you get the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm telling y'all, they need to do something because they are virtually on death's door in terms of being relevant in this local sports market. And that pains me to say because I'm, a, you know me, I'm a big basketball fan, love it, but. It is what it is. All right. So, again, we are moving rather quickly here as we got a very short show tonight. A um, couple more minutes. Let's do this here. I was just, oh, real quick before I take our first and only break of the show, uh, let's talk a little bit about the Minnesota Vikings. All right. Vikings, first off, Zimmer has been extended. They extended him out another three years, it looks like. Most people are very happy with this move. Uh, Zimmer's, you know, he's a good coach. I, I think people, 
you know, on the local scene really like Mike Zimmer. Um, he has created a phenomenal defense. And I just, you know, I mean, I, I know there's candidates out there, but I, I tend to agree with it. So Mike Zimmer here, he's been extended. He's going to be a very long-tenured coach. Tell me what you think about it, Vikings fans. I don't, I don't, I really don't have a beef with it. I think Zimmer's done, you know, as far as coaching a good job. Yeah, we can always question calls, but it is what it is. Zimmer is a great head coach considering the recent history of the team, says Jordan Rosario. That's definitely a fair statement. You know, it's the front office we may have to look at, you know, again, dumping 85 million to the quarterback, but, you know, it is what it is. So Zimmer's been extended. The Vikings, uh, who, by the way, open open training camp, I think today or tomorrow, out there at Egan, their new headquarters at Vikings Lakes, as it's called, literally about 10 minutes down the road from the Gov and his uh, palatial governor's mansion. And the big thing is COVID, obviously. So Minnesota Vikings have really kind of been on the forefront here of of COVID and what that's going to look like moving forward. So um, virtual meetings, lockers or space are going to be spaced out. You know, so there's going to be empty lockers between each player. Um, Lots of space out there as well. So there really is room to really spread it out. I mean, they got, you know, five or six football fields. You can spread players out all over the place. The meeting rooms are huge to begin with. Um, a friend of mine who works here in the local media told me that, you know, they'll have plenty of meeting rooms where they can break it out and even have most of the team meet together and still do social um, distancing as well. So props there. Um, they have the weight rooms, you know, with the garage doors on them so they can open up those garage doors and do all kinds of stuff. So Vikes are, are really done a good job of getting ahead of this. Um, you know, one thing that, that kind of worries me about the Vikings is, well, first off, if the season's even played, but, you know, again, lost a lot of big names, um, you know, with this COVID thing and who you can add to the roster now and how things are going to be different in terms of, you know, how many people are on the team and everything. That's going to be very interesting as well for the Minnesota Vikings. So we're going to get into the Vikings a little bit more next week. I'm working on uh, trying to get a couple of my associates from purpleptsd.com. Again, purpleptsd.com for all your Vikings news. And uh, that is the sister site of vikingsterritory.com where I do some occasional writing. And I got to get an article out for them as well because it's been a minute, man. (laughs) It has been a minute. All right. So next we are going to, when we come back, I should say, we are going to talk a little bit about Trey Lance. He is the quarterback for the North Dakota State Bison, and he has been lighting it up. And again, he helped them to another, yet another NDSU championship for the FCS last season. Can Trey Lance be a first round pick? We'll discuss it when we get back. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more sports done right. Keep it tuned here. Spreaker.com. And by the way, just Google us. You'll find us on just about every major streaming service that does podcasts. We're on Spotify, iTunes, um, Google Play, everywhere. And also go check out xsquadaffiliates.com. I mean, that's the website, my podcast family. 
um, where it began. Make sure you're checking us out. Great shows, great hosts, great content. Not only sports, but just kind of current issues, what's going on on the street. Check it out, xsquadaffiliates.com. All right, I'll be right back right after this. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier on the staff. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Hey, guys. This is Sports Gov Vince Wright from the great state of Minnesota. And I'm here to tell you guys about pick and shovelware. Go to pickandshovelware.com. You're going to get 20% off when you use the promo code NORSTAR. Get 20% off right now when you use the promo code NORSTAR. That's pickandshovelware.com.
announcer in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What's up, everybody? Vince Wright, sports governor. The great state of Minnesota. What's going on, my peeps? All right. Let's take this show home, and what we are going to do to wrap it up is player one that I'm going to be focusing and featuring as over the next few weeks, we're going to take a look at some of these uh, college players looking to you know, take that step to the next level. We're going to be featuring players over the next few weeks and months because I don't think we're going to see college football this fall, so definitely want to keep some of these players on your mind. And the first such player is Trey Lance, and he is the quarterback of the North Dakota State Bison, as they like to say. It's, uh, pronounce the S like a Z is what they always tell me. So it's the Bison. And, you know, say what you want to say about North Dakota State football. It's purely dominant. So um, he is the latest in a long line of players to... Um, lead them at the quarterback level. Uh, Minnesota people, Trey is from Marshall, Minnesota, way down there in the southwest part of the the state. Very, very small town down there by the South Dakota border. Um, He's been up at North Dakota State since 2018. Uh, Led them again to the championship. Marshall High School, he's 6'3", 224 pounds. He is dominant and i found some uh sound here from cbs radio the da show i think is uh the show that i actually pulled this sound from but from what i've seen and i saw i saw a couple of uh, the games last year i've been actually doing a lot of video watching on him over the past two three days because i want again i wanted to feature him on this show but Let's take let's take a listen to how they describe Trey and his game, and can he possibly be a first round pick? Feels to me to be the next franchise quarterback of the New England Patriots, North Dakota State's Trey Lance, quarterback Bison. Matt Miller writes: Trevor Lawrence gets all the preseason hype. But don't sleep on North Dakota State's Trey Lance. The 6'3", 224-pound redshirt freshman threw for 28 touchdowns against zero interceptions last year. 28 to zero. And rushed for 1,100 yards and 14 touchdowns as well. He threw for 28 touchdowns, no interceptions, ran for 1,100 yards and 14 scores. He writes, the Panthers are committed to Teddy Bridgewater in 2020, but the future is wide open. Lance could enter the 2021 draft as a redshirt sophomore, three years removed from high school, and there would be considerable excitement amongst NFL franchises. Whereas, does this not sound like Bill Belichick's guy? He would be young. He would still be raw to develop him. He would be a mobile guy that throws touchdowns, no interceptions, very good with turnover ratio, and he comes from a small school. That's the Patriots guy. Well, you heard it from the DA show. That's CBS Sports Radio, and honestly, I couldn't agree more. I, I this he, Bill Belichick would probably love to get somebody like Trey Lance up there in New England, 
and especially to mold him in his later years of coaching because obviously Belichick's been there forever. You know, how we'll, we'll talk about this later, but how much longer does Belichick want to actually coach? Now that the 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 great one Tom Brady is left and um you know some of his other key cogs but what you heard about Trey Lance and I urge you to go on YouTube I have posted a highlight uh film yesterday actually on Sports Done Right I think uh later last night um just go back and search through the Facebook page if you're on our group but just go YouTube Trey Lance and you'll see everything that we're talking about. He's smart. He's fast. He's a winner. He can throw the ball deep. He runs. You heard him. He ran for over. He actually, he hit the number exactly. He ran for 1,100 yards exactly. 14 touchdowns with his feet. And I know, I know, I know. Hold on, sports governor. First off, you're the sports governor of Minnesota. Why are you giving, why are you giving kudos to a team that actually came down and should have beat your Gophers twice. They beat, beat did beat them once. But here's the thing. Talent is talent. And this kid can throw the rock. He's, he seems to have a very good sense of, you know, check downs and, and, you know, hey, if this person isn't open, let me go to my check down receiver he, he seems to know what to do if the play doesn't develop as it's supposed to. And that's one of the things that I've, I've really have liked about Trey Lance since uh, people have kind of put him on my radar last year. Now, I get it. I get it. North Dakota State, who do they play? It's FCS. People, let's stop with this, um, you know, granted, he's not playing Alabama, he's not playing Clemson, he's not playing against the Ohio State's and Michigan's, I get all that, but North Dakota State are Division One killers. They go down and, and very recently have beaten every Division One team that they've been put in front of. Go ask Kansas State, um, go ask uh, Oregon, I mean, on and on and on it goes. So talent and then... You, Talent will will kind of rise to the top, no matter where you're at. Shannon Sharp talked about that when he thought about leaving the um, HBCU team where he went to school, Savannah State, because he thought he would have to go somewhere else to get noticed. And as his coach told him, if you're good enough, they're going to find you. This kid may be good enough, Trey Lance, to be a number one pick. He is the 20. Here's the awards he took home last year, the 2019 Walter Payton Award. Um, which is the top offensive player in FCS, the 2019 Jerry Rice Award as the top freshman. The 29 he's a 2019 FCS champion with North with his team, uh, Missouri Valley Football Conference Offensive Player of the Year. Um, he is a Stats FCS first team All American, and also turned down offers from Division One schools, um, including teams like Boise State. So. Uh, his stats last year, he passed for 2,786 yards, 28 touchdowns, and, and again, the big one, zero interceptions. 28 touchdowns to zero interceptions. We already discussed he rushed for 1,100 yards on 169 attempts. That's an average of 6.5 yards a carry. So if dual quarterback is the way we're going here in the NFL and in the future, 
this guy might be perfectly um, able to come in to any team that wants to, to, to draft him and do some damage sooner rather than later. Uh, real quick, want to say what up to J-Ron. He joined us in the Spreaker.com chat room. I also want to say what up to Big Hank out there in North Minneapolis. Uh, Big Hank's going to be a regular listener here. He's uh, reached out over Twitter. And uh, Hank, definitely look forward to uh, chopping it up with you and uh, grabbing a beer sometime, my friend. So we got Hank in Minneapolis. We have... Um, who else do we got here that checked in? We have Serena in Western Wisconsin in Luck, Wisconsin listening. And she says, Gov, couldn't agree with you more. I'm an NDSU alum living out here in the country of Wisconsin. And I love me some Trey Lance. There you go. There you go. All you need to hear. But, you know, so yeah, six and a half yards of carry. He's very accurate, big arm, and again, the only thing, competition's going to be held against him because of where he plays. But, you know, let's talk FCS football. Gophers should have lost to Georgia Southern last year. Took a miracle drive on the last drive of the game with seconds left, scored a touchdown to beat Georgia Southern. And guess what? Turns out Georgia Southern's a pretty damn good football team. You know, so when you hear North Dakota State, Illinois State, all these teams, they got talent. It ain't the old days. These aren't pushover schools anymore. So Trey Lance, get them on your radar, people. Because if they do wind up playing football this fall, this is the guy you want to keep an eye on. Um, I I was actually looking forward. uh, I was going to try and get my main man, Jeff Griffin, Griff as we'd like to call him. Um, he's an alumnus of North Carolina A&T, a HBCU out there in North Carolina. And they were on the schedule to play up in Fargo this preseason to take on the Bison. And unfortunately, that game's officially postponed. But keep an eye open whenever they do get back to football. Um, Trey Lance is definitely one of the guys you want to keep on your radar and don't let the FCS title fool you. This kid can ball, this kid can play, and I'm just disappointed that somehow he fell through the Gophers radar. So, um, congratulations to him. Good to see a Minnesota kid doing well. Um, we always, uh, support the black quarterbacks because of what they've been through historically on this show. But regardless of color, this kid can play. So get him on your radar. Again, that's Trey Lance. All right, folks, I got to get running here again. Like I said, it was just going to be a quick show today. Actually, 45 minutes. We only normally do an hour, so we almost got a a full show in. I want to thank everybody in the Spreaker.com chat room. I want to thank everybody hitting me up on Twitter. Um, Shoot me up on the emails. Thank you. Keep reaching out. Um, Big Mike at Eden Prairie, we finally got you some Beastie Boys on the show. Big Mike's been wanting to hear some Beastie Boys the past couple shows. We got you covered, Mike. Everybody else, I am Vince Wright. This is Sports Done Right. Mostly on a Tuesday night is when we're is when you can find us live. But again, listen on demand anytime you want on just about any of the major streaming services that feature podcasts. All right, everybody, be cool. Be safe. Do the right thing. And we'll be back next week talking more sports from Minnesota. Keep it tuned here. Get that justice for George Floyd. I am out.
done right with your host the governor of minnesota sports talk the honorable vince wright check out sports done right every tuesday night and when it's over stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the sports done right facebook group let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now you finally got it right with sports done right